Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Yes. Uh, we are here uh, on a beautiful Sunday. Started with some rain, then came the heat, and now comes uh, more heat. heat. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Anyway. It's been it's been warm. We're in a we're in a little mini heat wave right now. But I think by like Wednesday it's supposed to cool down. And then it's just gonna be a beautiful fall, crisp air, you know, Los Angeles uh chill everyone talks about. Yeah, you know, high seventies. Cider, um pumpkin flavored things. It's gonna be great. I mean the the changeover has already happened at Trader Joe's. Oh, pumpkins! Yes, back in a big way. Yes, I was there the other day, and like all their pumpkin stuff was out. That's exciting. I got I got Henry. Henry really likes their butternut squash ravioli. But he also really likes their pumpkin ravioli. ravioli. So I got him some. They only have the gluten free, but he didn't seem to care. Well, it's, he only really like, eats the inside anyway. Well, no, when I made him the pumpkin, he ate it all. It was just the the gluten-free sort of like gummier. It's like stickier. Gross. Than the than the regular. It does not but sound appealing. I, I I tried it. I was like this is fine. Mhm. Um mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it like amazing. I didn't love the consistency. Well, once peppermint season hits and those JoJo's come back. Oh boy, I love those. Watch out, everybody. Um, yeah. If you uh, used my credit card to stay at a Holiday Inn Express and then tried to get $90 worth of gas this morning, sorry, but it didn't work. <laughs> Matt's bank busted you. Busted. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> it's funny, it's like they let the uh, $786 charge for Holiday Inn Express go through. But then once they tried to also get gas, they were like, hang on. That is interesting. This person that hasn't used this card in a year <laughs> probably isn't well, using it. And what's interesting too is that they were able to activate it. Well, it wasn't like I needed a new card. It was the card was expiring. So the number was all the same and everything. No, I get that. But usually when you get a new card in the mail, you have to like call a number and like activate it. No, actually, because I have the card here with the 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 old card right mm-hmm. here with the yeah. sticker still on it. Uh-huh. And believe it or not, because I've never used the card. um, It doesn't. Doesn't make it you activate it? Doesn't make you activate it. Well, that seems like a... This just says, if you haven't already downloaded the award-winning Bank of America app, I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) So these things just come... So someone's been stealing our mail. Or they intercepted it before it got to our house. Yes, but in the mail. Yeah. Like somewhere in the mail system. Yes, somewhere in the mail system. Which is a thing that's happened before to us where... um, you know, holiday cards have come and they've been ripped open, like cut open yeah. for whatever, whatever goodies were inside. Yep. So 
It's no way to live. Let me tell you. The male being untrustworthy. It's true. But I am glad. Glad they figured it out. I never would have noticed. Well, I would have noticed when my account balance went from zero to whatever it was. Right. Um, you okay? Yeah, just stretching. Just doing some stretching. Wow. That's a weird time to be doing that. I don't know. I just felt like, Ooh. We're doing a podcast. You should be tense. Uh-huh. Everything Hunched should be over. very tight. Yeah. <laughs> Lean in. Get like that, that little, that hunch, that hunchy neck, you know? Mm, yeah, hunch neck. <laughs> the hunch neck of Notre Dame. Yes. Uh, what else is happening out there in the world? Henry started school. Yep, he sure did. We had a school parent night. Yeah, we had like a little back to school night thing. Which I've got to say, I like got down to do some Play-Doh next to Dory. And then I got blocked in by dad, by a dad. And and I was like so uncomfortable. (laughs) Because I'd like reached the limit of like how long I could be kneeling on the floor in that tiny space. Yes. And then I spent like a good five minutes standing next to you. Right. Afterwards. And I was like, so just, I was like, this is, I don't, why is this guy not reading my vibes? Why is he not allowing me to leave? And I'm not going to ask. Hmm him to excuse me and then i couldn't ask you to go because there was someone next to you it's true so i was like i'm trapped You're anytime trapped. there's an event at henry's uh school my fear is that no adult chairs will be out which is always the case there are That's no adult chairs case. yeah so i spent the entire outside portion of the meeting standing you did next to a tree. Yep. Um, I was sitting on actually the the one set of adult chairs that like that I noticed sofa. that, and I was like, "Do you know the people around you, or are you just are you just both all fans of chairs?" Oh no, I knew the people around me. Oh good. Yeah, I was very far away from you. You were. I also I shared. I, I someone had brought um, Levan cookies, and I shared one. I'm not familiar. What is that? They are, they started in New York, their bakery, and they're known mm-hmm. for their very like thick chocolate chip cookies, like almost like a cakey chocolate. I've made their cookies before. Like I've, I've, you've had them. They're, they're like the really chunky ones, big ones. They're not like flat and crunchy. They're like right. thick. Um, so those, they started in New York and now they have a bakery in Larchmont. And someone brought their cookies. Oh, when did that happen? Uh, probably a couple months ago. I really, you know, other than bringing Henry to things around Larchmont, I haven't been to Larchmont for like anything. Oh, it has changed. The flywheel's not there anymore. <laughs> flywheel hasn't been there since before the pandemic. You know, that used to be a blockbuster. Were you here when that was a blockbuster? I was not. Hmm. Um, it's now, it's been a tail waggers for a while. Which is dog related fun. Yes. That's cool. Um, I got anyway, this thing. 
Oh, oh yes. you're going to say something about the cookies. Well, just that, you know, I, I, I shared the cookie with my seatmates. That's all. Well, that's good. I was going to say, I got this thing. Yeah. You know, Henry sort of inspired it. I don't know if you've, you've seen it because you haven't been in my office much lately because we have been ready. Ugh. Oh, is that the Back to the Future clock? It sure is, honey. It's from part three. Uh-huh. When they uh, take the picture, it's in from 1885. Uh-huh. You know, when they're back in the Old West and they take yeah. the picture because it's the, the commemoration of the clock tower. Sure. And <laughs> Henry came in. <laughs> And he saw it, and he's like, Dita, is that the clock? And I was like, yeah, it is. He's like, and I was like, but that, bud, that's just a statue. It doesn't, that clock doesn't move. It just is stuck in that time. He's like, yeah, okay, but in that time, was it working? (laughs) I was like, do you mean like in the movie when that happens, does the clock work? Yeah. Yeah, in that time. And I was like, yes. 1885, the clock is working. (laughs) So, but I really do. I'm like, can you believe the fact that this, um, this, I don't understand why they didn't just make this clock function. Yeah, that is a little weird. Like, I'm thinking about cutting into it and putting a little clock mechanism in there. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, it yeah. seems, like, silly that they yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah, why not? This is one of those things I bought um, when I went off Ozempic and all of my uh, bad habits returned for a week. And then I pointed out that it might actually be cheaper. She's like, this is why you're shopping. Because Dory always is like, bitches be shopping, referring to myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I don't think that's... And the reality of it is like, I haven't really bought anything in months. Right, because you were on Ozempic. Because <laughs> right, like whatever that, <laughs> whatever part of my brain or whatever chemical, whatever it is that it does... Because uh, I was like, oh, this is getting too expensive, this Ozempic thing, you know, because, you know, I haven't worked. It's still on strike and, you know, we're heading in towards uh, the holiday season. I'm like, this is, I gotta, I don't know if I can afford this Ozempic thing because it's out of pocket. It's 900 bucks every month. And then, so I, I sort of stopped and then, <laughs> what what was it that came it in the mail? It was the golf bag. <laughs> a golf bag came in the mail a nerf betonardi collabo golf bag came in the mail which by the way i love that bag it's so colorful it's great but that's beside the point but it came in doors like what is going on is are you are you not taking ozempic and i was like what no how'd you know that she's like you're buying things <laughs> nonsense so, all I'm saying is, get a get a spouse who knows you the way Dodo does. That's all I'm saying. Had you really not like correlated no, that? I had oh, that's not. That's so interesting. I, but like, that's so interesting. I hadn't at all, and like you know, some of the stuff still hasn't arrived yet. 
Okay. Like stuff that I bought that day. I was oh like, <laughs> oh my god. I was like, oh my god. And I didn't even, th- I didn't even know it or think about it. Either. Right. I was like, I just was like, la da da. Yeah. So, uh, wild. Because you know they say one of the one of those one of the side effects or, or an effect of Ozempic or whatever the generic. What is the generic drug? Semi semaglutide. Semaglutide. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it it. Um, sort of stops. What is that? Like basically stops like addictive um, behaviors. Yeah, behaviors. Right. So, oh, oh, it was it was the you know what it was? It was the what? combination of all this shit suddenly arriving at the house when there had been like no, like almost nothing for months. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you saying that you were going to the casino. Oh, I really wanted to go to the casino. And I was yeah. like, what? is happening first of all we have no money i really want to go what are you going to the casino what money are you going to the casino with and second of all you haven't expressed really a desire to go to the casino in months and then i was like how do you just go how do you just go off ozempic and not even talk to me about it that was you didn't really talk to me about it that was what was crazy to me i had to put together the clues now Mm. fortunately i am a detective so i put together the clues very quickly. Dory's Detective Corner back by popular demand. Yep. Uh, so, yes, that's what's happening right now. Pretty spooky stuff over here. So, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back it. on Ozempic? Or are I you going to... I need to I need to figure out continue a more your downward spiral. <laughs> I need to figure out a more cost effective way to be on that drug. Uh, but also, yeah, what you're saying in the long run, it's cheaper for you to just be on that drug, which is, I think, accurate. I think actually, I, know, think, it, I, I think that's accurate. I know it's accurate. Um, I know it's accurate. Well, there you go. She knows it's accurate. So, some decisions had to be made, and I'm still in the in the search for a pharmacy that carries my ADHD medication and has it in stock. So, <sighs> medicine, what's the deal? <laughs> um, you realize yeah. if we were like lived in Canada, this would not be a problem. Do you want to move to Canada? I've always wanted to move to Canada. You know that. Okay, let's move to Canada. All right, great. I'm thinking there's this Nova Scotian town that ha- used to be mining town, but now they built some golf resorts. I've been to Nova Scotia. I haven't. I don't think I want to live in Nova Scotia. No Fine. offense to anyone from Nova Scotia who's listening. Let's live in the just as expensive part of Canada called Vancouver. Mm. Oh, Some might say even more expensive. Yeah, that's true. Vancouver's beautiful, though. It is beautiful. Good weather. It is beautiful. They've got that sushi restaurant we went to two nights in a row. Yeah. That place is great. Oh, it was so good. We went to it two nights in a row. Have you ever been on vacation, anybody, and eaten at a restaurant and then gone like, this is so fucking good, we should go back the next day. We that's what that. we did. Um, also, that Lulu was a Lemon is, recommendation. is cheaper. Lululemon is cheaper? Yeah, it's a Canadian company. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Canada. <sighs> what else has Canada got going on? 
Um, all right. We are going to take a little breaky break. Before and- we do that. Oh, yes. We have an announcement. Yes. As you all know, with the fall fast approaching, once again, the baking tent has been set up in the countryside of Leeds. I, mean, I don't know where it actually is. Uh, so, Great British Bake Off returns, and with it will be uh, Dory and I's weekly recap of, of the program in the Patreon. Yes. It's back, baby. So if you want to watch along with us, it's fun. We uh, can interact with you guys, you know, get your get your feedback, what you think is happening in that in that tent. Let's see what let's see who's 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 Noel's new co-host. Great question. Oh my god. Who's going to be this year's Lottie? Great question. We don't know. We don't know. I do miss her still. You you really had a thing for her. I mean, it's rare for anybody to be remotely appealing in that tent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She didn't Um, get that far. Remember? No. I mean, whatever. It was like half the time, maybe. Yeah, I think she left about, about the middle. About ice cream cake time. Like it's it's oh my god. And there's been a heat wave in England. So how are they gonna get anything to set? Well, it's not like they're shooting it right now. Aren't they though? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not it's not like in real time. When did they shoot it? I think well, I think they shoot it over the summer, which is probably even worse. But it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. But it, I'm, you were saying like there's a heat wave right now. I don't think they're shooting it right now. They could be. They could be, I suppose. They could be four weeks ahead. Who knows? Yeah, what I'm maybe. saying is stuff's not going to set in that tent. So if you've got any jellies, ice creams, God, you got to remember to cool the cakes down before you frost them. It's going to be hard. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Why they can't get better air conditioning in the tent, we don't know. The air, the tent is not air conditioned at all. The tent is not air conditioned. That's fucking criminal. That has been that has been discussed. That has been brought up. That has been discussed. That that you can like that is like mentioned. And we, I feel like we've talked about the fact that the tent is not air conditioned by choice, like on purpose. Like, is it like a let's make this harder thing, or is it like a we don't want to drag in three generators and a giant AC unit? I think it's that. And I think also probably when they started the show, it wasn't as hot. <laughs> Man, this, this this fucking planet is really, really, really snapping back at us as it should. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so patreon.com forward slash exit adventure. Head over there. Why don't you join us for this season? And uh, Dory will update whatever tier it is that it's at with the, uh, Hey, you also get the great British bang. That's not how she talks. That's just how she types. Um, (coughs) with that said, now we can take our break. Okay. Let's take our break. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but, like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out, uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item that's right every time you buy their socks tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting i mean bombas can make returns easy as well i don't know why you'd return anything because what (laughs) but they do have a 100 percent happiness guarantee so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like, you know, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. And we are back. Let's hear from all the good folks over here. Well, I just want to remind everyone that they can email us at Dory and Matt at Gmail, Matt and Dory at Gmail, call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Again, our Patreon is patreon.com slash Adventure. I believe last year it was a $10 level benefit to get the Great British Bake Off recaps. I think we'll probably throw the first one up for everyone so you can hear what it is and then... You can decide if you want to, you know, pay us 10 bucks for like two months, three months. How long is Great British Bake Off? 
it's probably like eight to ten weeks, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um. Okay. When is when is Hell's Kitchen back? Because we could do that too. We have been watching Hell's Kitchen together. I mean, um, we're talking some nights, three episodes. We did three episodes the other night. We did do three episodes <laughs> last night. Because it's like you put Henry to bed, and it's like seven o'clock. Right. And then Dory and I both are like in our pajamas by then anyway. So we can just start at seven and they're 45 minutes long. So we can sometimes get through a whole three episodes. Matt, I have big news for you. Yes. Season 22 premieres September 28th. Holy shit balls. <laughs> Look out. Patreon. going to be some exciting stuff happening over there. I hope you're ready to join us for exclusive content. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. <sighs> All right. Let's hear a voicemail. Okay, here is that voicemail. Hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is Sadie and Revere here. Uh, you guys might remember that I started listening to you about a year and a half ago, and I've been slowly making my way through the back catalog while listening to the new episodes every week. And I've resisted calling in so many times, uh, but I told myself I would call in once my science lady started daycare, and she started on Tuesday, um, so here I am. I'm up to episode 275 in the back catalog. Henry is a year old, and COVID just hit. It's April of 2020, and wow, um, so much has happened, but I just wanted to share a few highlights. I finally heard the origin of the square footage when people call in, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, Dory, hearing your birth story and your breastfeeding journey and all of the mom guilt that came along with it when stopping um, mm. feels really relevant to me as having a nine and a half month old who just started daycare and pumping is going miserably. Um, the disconnect you guys felt as partners in the newborn phase, not even eating together, that really hit home for me since that was similar for me and my husband. Um, in episode 227, Henry was a newborn and was crying in the background, and I swear it sounds like his voice now. And it <laughs> really makes me wonder what my daughter's voice I buy that. sound like when she starts talking. Um, Y'all had a few episodes featuring Homestar Runner. That was something I haven't thought about since I was a freshman in college 20 years ago. That was really fun to remember. Um, anyway, I'm determined to finish catching up before I start a new job, and I've started looking for one since my baby's in daycare now. But I just really wanted to say thank you. Uh, staying at home with a baby is so isolating, and I ended up doing it longer than I planned since I got laid off on that leave. But y'all have kept me company um, for the soundtrack to my baby's first nine and a half months on this planet. You were in the background while we were nursing or playing, and she's honestly probably heard your voices more than mine, uh, <laughs> which is crazy to think about that y'all have just been a constant for us. So thank you for keeping us company during this really isolating time. Um, I've increased my Patreon level just to show my mm. gratitude, and I want to encourage everyone else to do the same. So thank you both so much, and talk soon. Bye. That was very sweet. That's so nice, baby. Uh, thank you. I want to uh, say good news for you and your increased Patreon level is I hope you enjoy the Great British Bake Off and Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I wonder if she has listened to, well, I guess if she's not caught up on the regular episodes, she's probably not caught up on the Patreon. Because mm. you could catch up on the Patreon and listen to our recaps from last season. Oh, good God. <laughs> I have, I have, someone texted me in Oct October 22nd of 2018 
and I didn't have their number in my phone. And then they texted me again today. And I don't have their number in my phone. This is when you say, I got a new phone and lost my numbers. Who is this? Yeah, but I don't, also don't want to engage. Because like, oh. based on the uh, text, I'm like, Bleh. and I was like, what is the 215 area code? Philadelphia. That's what I'm like. I'm like, well, I don't know anybody from Philly. Yeah, but like you don't know. It could be someone who like grew up in Philly and you met them out here. You know what I mean? Mm. Or went to college in Philly, such as myself. Interesting. That's not me, though. I haven't texted you from a 215 number in 2018 and then again today. <laughs> well, someone, someone, is it you? Write in. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. We got this email from Anne, who um, has an egg signal to go out. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. I had my first baby 11 months ago via IVF, and my husband and I were planning to do an embryo transfer for baby number two this January. Plot twist. My routine mammogram in July was abnormal, and my subsequent biopsy shows estrogen receptor positive DCIS, ductal carcinoma in situ. This is considered, considered stage zero cancer, and it is, quote, fueled by estrogen, from what I understand. Bad for IVF, I assume. I'm Stage having an, zero. I've never heard of that. I'm way having, to find way to find it early. Yeah, having an MRI. This is why you know you should get your mammogram. Yeah, having an MRI and seeing a surgeon next week. I've heard the usual course of treatment is a lumpectomy and radiation and tamoxifen if necessary. But I'm wondering if having a double mastectomy would give me the option to go through with the transfer. I guess I'm wondering if any of your listeners have gone through this and would be willing to share their experience with me on the pod or one-to-one. We have two embryos left and had always planned to try for number two. And in absence of any actual medical advice yet, I'm trying to gather any info I can. Thanks so much for your help. I know things have been tough for both of you lately and hope they start to look up soon. Sending you all lots of love. And in 2,300 square feet, one 52-inch TV and five hot dogs this year. Nice. Five hot dogs already. I say already, already it's but September. it's <laughs> Five hot dogs in nine months. Do better. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the, the signal has gone out. I'm sorry about your diagnosis. I'm, I'm glad. I'm sorry that... about it as well, but I'm also like amazed and wow. Science, huh? Yeah. Stage zero. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like something that definitely would not have been caught if it hadn't been for the mammograms. So yay for mammograms. Yeah. Oh, no. Dory's picture went out. She's back. No, you're back. But Wait. also, you're you're. Microphone. I know. I know. I know. I <laughs> know. If Dory sounds nasally right now, it's because her mic is getting replugged in. Honey, just mute your channel, and I'll kill time. There you go. All right. She is replugging in her mic, and I am gonna hit up the first second email of the day. With this, this is from Anonymous, uh, and I am looking right now for my glasses. Since I don't see them, I'm just going to make this giant on my screen because I'm an old man. Oh, Dory disappeared, and I'm here by myself now. Finally, guys, 
I think she she doesn't get it, you know. Was I bet. Come on, I didn't do anything. Oh, hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, finally alone, guys. <laughs> uh, I was about to read the email from anonymous, uh, which is to say, here we go. Uh, thank you all for what you've done for the community and continuing to put out the podcast. I love listening to your banter and I've enjoyed going back and listening to the episodes when Henry was the same age as my little guy. Uh, for background, you should have heard Henry came in when I was on the phone with the bank this morning. I was, I was walking though. I only like, for some reason, the bank is speakerphone to me. <laughs> Mostly because I don't want to hold it when it's on hold. And Right. <laughs> but Henry comes in and he's like, Dita, stop that. And I'm like, but I'm on the phone with the bank. And he's like, well, Dita, I have to poop. So can you wipe my butt when I poop? <laughs> and I was like, did the person on from the bank? Start I don't laughing? know if they, I, I don't know if they heard it or not. Oh, okay. But I was like, yeah, bud. And he goes, okay, but you have to come in. So, you know, when I'm done pooping. And I was like, because I was in my office. So I oh was like, okay. And then I sat down and I was still on hold. No, I wasn't on hold. I was still on with the person. And then, and he's like, Dita, stop that. I'm going to start pooping. <laughs> and that I think he heard, which uh, I thought was very funny. Back to aye, the email. Aye, aye. Yes. For background, I was recommended to listen to your podcast by one of my closest friends when she started her IVF journey, and I just never stopped. At that time, I was childless with my partner, but unmarried. Since I started listening, I've gotten married, gotten pregnant, had our son. My friend has had one miscarriage, four failed transfers in this time. I'm grateful to your podcast because I think it has given me some insight into the to be more empathetic and not have to ask so many background questions about the IVF process. Okay. I used your advice and sent that text when we found out that we were pregnant to let her know, but to give her space and time to process. She was, of course, very happy for me, uh, but our friendship has taken a bit of a back seat from both of us now. His first birthday is coming up, and I want to invite her, the guest list is family and close friends, of which she's both. I cannot imagine not inviting her, but I also want to be considerate as to how she feels. I'm truly okay if she does not want to or is unable to attend but I want her to know she's invited. You just have said it. Take that sentence, copy it, <laughs> paste it, and that's what you tell her. <laughs> okay, on to my question. Should I send her a text letting her know if she'll be getting an invitation to her first birthday so she's not thrown off when she gets the email? Yes, you should. I want her to know that it's okay to RSVP to know, RSVP no, and don't want to make the decision for her by not inviting her. Or should I just send the invitation without a warning? Anonymous, here's the deal. Here's what you write. This literally, take the sentence. His first birthday is coming up, and I want to invite. Okay, we're going to change the her pronoun pronoun to you. We're going to say you. <laughs> and this is, you're sending this to her. Uh, I want to invite you. The guest list is family and close friends, of which you're both. I can't imagine not inviting you, but I also want to be considerate about how you feel. I'm truly okay. If you do not want to or are unable to attend, but I just wanted you to know you're invited. Take those words <laughs> and send them. They're your words. Mm -hmm. I just did a little editing. Yep. And that is thank you for your wisdom and humor. I just gave you both. That's anonymous, 1,700 feet. 
1700 square feet. Sorry. <laughs> in, in the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia. I've never heard that the DMV area. One husband, myself, and a nine-month-old. Six or so hot dogs this year. TVs, a deuce of them. Both 50-plus inches and zero Dave Matthews Band concerts. Well, get on that. Come on. Um, yeah, I would... I don't know. I, I go back and forth on questions like this because I also think you don't... Like, it. sometimes people don't want to feel like pitied or coddled you know yeah but how, i don't understand how this is pitying or coddling i'm just saying it could be construed that way possibly if the if well the hit the brakes anonymous but don't send it yet no i would Let's just hear what Dory. hang on i'm Let's just hear what dory has to say i'm saying you might just send you might just send the invite and just you know just send the invite like kind of have it be normal or you could send the text it kind of, I like, I think you got to read the situation. Um, like, if it seems like your friend is someone who would appreciate a text like that, then send the text. But if it seems like the, just even like the act of sending the text is sort of like a reminder that things are shitty for this person. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's kind of opposite of what I'm saying. So we are of no help to her. Yeah, I'm curious what other people think about this. Well, I'm curious about your, your what's your initial instinct? When I first read this, my yeah. initial instinct was to just send the invitation. Okay. But you also make a good point. So, I think that this person cares about her friend's feelings. Yeah. Uh, and in a, in a way so great that she chose to write into a podcast. Totally. To discuss precisely this. And I think it's, I think you have to sort of express yourself in that way to your friend, let your friend know mm -hmm. that you're an empath and you mm -hmm. want her to know that she is important and her feelings are important but she is loved and you'd love to see her if possible. I think that's, I think that's very thoughtful and kind. Hmm. Great news. I found one of the uneaten by Henry Theragun attachments. Oh, you better guard that with your life. <laughs> I just saw it. I was like, Ooh. Uh, <clears throat> I've got a new golf swing, everybody, and it is powerful, but also it's a little wacky on the back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's my golf update. Okay. Thank you. We Mike. should probably take a break, though, Dodo. We should. Let's take a break. All right. We'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
All right, we are back. And we have yes. an email. What? I said yes. Yes. Okay. We have an email from Kelsey. Um, I need advice with my mother-in-law. She's always been difficult, and I know there isn't a nice or gentle way of talking to her or setting boundaries. We have twin four-year-olds and a three-year-old. We live three-plus hours away from my husband's family. It's really stressful visiting because his family is divorced, and we get pulled Mm -hmm. from every direction and get guilt-tripped on where we stay, who and when we visit people, and even how long we visit with people between the two families. My father-in-law and his wife are wonderful and understanding. He has never pressured us and always has an open door and has helped us when needed. It's difficult to stay with him since his house is so small. Okay. My mother-in-law and family is the issue. Mm. The last few times we visited, we have stayed with my mother-in-law and her husband. Without asking us, she's brought my nephew, four four years old, over for the whole weekend. So my sister-in-law and brother-in-law get a kid-free weekend while we get all four of them. My mother-in-law also <laughs> oh doesn't watch my nephew well and isn't the best host. So we end up feeding him, taking care of him, et cetera, while my, while my mother-in-law sits on her phone the whole weekend. Also, my nephew is a handful and doesn't listen and can be really rough when playing. We stay in a hotel. That's what four-year-olds are like. Just. And wish... Well, sh- this listener has two four-year-olds. So just saying. They know what four-year-olds I mean, are like. I mean, um, maybe we they stayed have at- like great four-year-olds <laughs> maybe we've stayed at a hotel before and wish we could do it every time but financially it's hard when we visit three to four times a year any advice would be helpful are we crazy for asking that he not stay the weekend when we visit this labor day weekend was so stressful we almost came home early because we were all done kelsey Her- kelsey in fort worth texas 2000 square feet four tvs one in the sunroom slash playroom living room bedroom and guest room but no idea the size maybe two to three hot dogs but my kids are more into corn dogs the mini ones especially mm, oh i like a mini corn dog sure also to add, this weekend when we stayed, he was sick, hacking, coughing, and snot everywhere, even though Jesus. my mother-in-law kept saying it was just allergies. My husband told her, no, that's not allergies. He has green snot coming out. <laughs> well, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I had something in my head when I was reading, when you were reading that last part. Hang on. Oh, here's something that helped us. We didn't, we don't have a similar, I mean, we don't really have a similar situation, but the last time we were in Massachusetts, we had the situation of my parents were in town. Dory's parents live there. Uh, the feel of getting pulled in many directions was, was there. And what we decided to do was specifically schedule things with, with each group of people. So, like, you know, with my parents, it was like, we're going to go to the Museum of Science this day with Henry, and um, that way we'll get to spend the whole afternoon with you, uh, and then we'll see you on, uh, we get in on this day, and we, so we're going to see you the first day. You know what I mean? It was like that kind of a situation, where we, like, sort of planned out the week and accordingly, uh, and it was great, because we did get, un, you know, interrupted time with my parents uninterrupted time with Dory's parents and we got to spend time with both sets of grandparents, etc. So when I, you were reading this, I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, maybe this is a, an opportunity to schedule some things with that four-year-old. <laughs> mm, interesting. I E like, Hey, we're coming in this time. Uh, and you know, 
we're thinking it would be a great idea if we went to this kid's museum with the four-year-old and our four-year-olds. And it'd be a great excuse to see you guys also, parents. <laughs> parents of this four-year-old. Uh, sort of give... I mean, that way, it's because it's not like you don't want to see that half of the family. It's just you don't want the burden of seeing that half of the family and that child the whole time <laughs> without the parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? Am I making any sense? You are. You're making a lot of sense. I mean, I I think that um, this is a conversation your husband needs to have with his mother. This is mm-hmm. not a conversation that you need to have. It's it's not your mom. Um, and I think you can start by, I think the first thing would be to say, you know, when we come to visit, it's 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 like too much to have Johnny also come stay. And the next time we come, we don't want him to be there. Like, you know, you frame it however you want, but just make it clear that he's not going to be welcome. And then if he if like they have him there again, that shows you that your mother-in-law like can't keep this boundary and you don't have to go stay with them again. Um the other thing I would say is, you know, you say you go three to four times a year. My, I guess my question is like, how often do they come to visit you? Like maybe your mother-in-law should come visit you a little bit more often. Why does it always have to be you schlepping three kids four and under three hours away? Mm. True, true. That seems like a lot. And, you know, maybe if you cut down the visits to one to two per year, you could stay in an Airbnb um, and not have to stay with her. I think, you know, both of these are great ideas. Thank you. I'm impressed by both of us. Me too. We We are just killing it today. Pretty perfect when (laughs) talking to other people and not ourselves. Um, okay. Becky had some prescription advice for Matt. Oh, good. Let's hear it. My husband has an autoimmune disease that requires a lot of medication each day. I manage all of his prescriptions and know the struggle and frustration that you're going through regarding out of stocks. Managing medications can literally be a part-time job and you have to be relentless. Several times our local pharmacies have been out of his medications, but I've found ways to get it. Here's two quick tips that may help you. First, when you call a pharmacy to see if the medication is in stock, ask if any dose is available, not just your prescribed amount. For example, if your prescribed dose is 60 milligrams, perhaps save the 30 milligram or 20 milligram in stock. Your doctor may have to amend how Mm -hmm. your prescription is written, i.e. take two 30 milligram tablets, but it's a workaround that has been successful for me in the last few months. Now, my understanding was that you like pharmacies can't tell you if they have Vyvanse in stock. Uh. I think, but like, if I have a prescription for it, I think they could tell me the dose. Like, when I mean, I don't know. I've never tried. Oh, if the prescription is already at the pharmacy, yeah, I see. But, but I feel like we've because we've gotten like several people telling us to just call around and like you have said schedule two drug. uh, So you know, it's like trying to get OxyContin. It's like they don't, they won't tell you if it's in stock. Because they don't want to get robbed. 
And maybe that's a California thing because uh, I let this listener know that that was an issue and they were like, oh, I've been able to call around and see if like Adderall was in stock and that's also a schedule too. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to tell you, but that's how it is here. Um, So... Just FYI, anyone and, who's you advice- know, I, I haven't blindly called any pharmacies to ask. I've just been told by other pharmacists at the pharmacies that I can't call and ask. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I haven't actually tried it. So I don't know if in practice it's any different. Right. But the but the rule, but I've been the told official they will, rule they is, yeah. yeah. Second, check to see if your prescription insurance provider has a mail order option like an express scripts. Typically, they have a much larger allocation given to them and you might get lucky. I used this trick just last week after having called about a dozen local pharmacies who all were unable to fill one of my husband's prescriptions. Hmm. Not only did the mail order company have it, they sent me a 90-day supply. Not sure if this is relevant to the pod, but I thought you might That's find it personally helpful and I'll keep my fingers crossed that you get what you need. Now, have you tried express scripts? No. Well, oh, yeah. that's not true. Yes. Uh, but somehow Walgreens was involved. Yes. And that I know, was the yes. same issue. But so, okay. That is the 90 day supply issue, which I know because of Wellbutrin. Like I get a 90 day supply of Wellbutrin from Walgreens. Yes. And I have, I once got a 90 day supply of Wellbutrin from Walgreens. Yes. Because that is who, our insurance is contracted with for a 90 day supply. Like I used to be able to go to CVS and get it, but now I have to go to Walgreens, but you can also get your 90 day supply mailed to you through express scripts, which is separate, but you mm. have to call express scripts and get your prescription there. So I think that mm. might be the next thing that we try for you. Well, I'm currently, you know, it's, 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 this is, it's hard for me to get on the phone and call these things. I know. It's a real pain in the butt. I'll tell you that much. Or the tuchus, if you will. Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway, Becky, thank you. Thank you, Becky. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, Becky is in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Three hot dogs. No, three dogs. Three dogs, too many hot dogs, dogs, and a TV in our bedroom that's never been turned on. And then they, Becky mentions again, you can easily call any pharmacy to ask about the availability of medication before switching a prescription. I mean, look, Becky, maybe that is true in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. (laughs) It is not true in Los Angeles, California. Maybe I've just been lied to by the pharmacists. Like they're all protecting each other from getting too many phone calls. So they're all like, you you also, you can't call other pharmacies. Like maybe it's like a, a. the pharmacists are all like they got each other's backs. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay. Katie writes in to say, long time, first time. There have been so many hypothetical pause the pod messages I've thought about writing, but never actually paused to do it. Homestar Runner, the discussion of how many hmm. Katie's or Patreon supporters, and WWE SummerSlam on Matt's birthday when I happened to be going to it in person since I got my partner tickets for his birthday, just to name Whoa. a few. But the voicemail about Bo, his love of cheese, and him not getting as much people food these days finally got me to pause and write this text. (laughs) You've probably already seen this video slash song, but on the off chance you haven't, I had to share. Love the pod, Katie. Now, Matt, I I did check this out. I do think it is worth um, playing for our listeners. Could you please play it? Uh, Yeah, let me see here. 
the cheese tax, the cheese tax. You gotta pay the cheese tax every time you're cooking. When the cheese comes out, this puppy comes looking. The rules are the rules, and the facts are the facts. And when the cheese drawer opens, you gotta pay the tax. The cheese tax, the cheese tax. Hand it over quick, or things might get ugly. I can get really loud. I'm a really barky puppy. I'm not just asking because I'm looking for snacks. This is real important business, and you've got to pay the tax. The cheese tax, the cheese tax, the cheese tax. I mean, that's it's beautiful and precisely what Bo does. Yep. The drawer. I mean, it's crazy. Yep. That is a fantastic email. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Um, And then Veronica wanted to put in a plug for ice cream gift cards for birthday gifts. We live on a street with all very small houses and all my daughter's friends live in our street. And I've been super grateful to receive gift cards to our local ice cream shop for their birthdays this year. Mm. It's a gift that kids love and doesn't add any stuff to their home. Should obviously check about allergies first, but other food gift cards could have similar effects depending on what the kid likes. Thank you, Veronica. That is a cute idea. idea. I accept that idea. Thank you. Uh, um, all right. Well, that the brings us tax. <laughs> that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, this is this is the part where we thank our Patreon supporters who support us at the five dollar level or above. Again, you can do that at patreon.com slash adventure. We will be recapping Great British Bake Off starting uh, next weekend mm. for the ten dollar level and above. Um, and so you can sign up at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. We have also by request, we added a $25 level and you get a fun fact written by Matt Myra. We're going uh, just, to it's give... just solely based on your name. I don't know anything about you except for your name. And I use your name and I think about what a person with your name probably has going on in their life. It's true. So here we go mm-hmm. with the following yes. patrons who are very grateful for supporting us at this level. Yeah. First one is, of course, Lynn Weisinger. And uh, fun fact about Lynn is she's she was the editor of her yearbook in high school and used the, her position of power to get more photos of her friend groups in the hanging around section of the yearbook wow classic you know all editor. those casual pictures like they're in the parking lot hanging around right. cars and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah was like lynn fucking just filled it with her friends wow lynn bold but i like it then we have mama joe and i well, this is a very quick fact about mama joe she makes a mean peach cobbler mm. right doesn't that seem like mama joe would do this so mean it bites back <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's that mean. Oh, okay. Uh, Jennifer H. S. Due to your super secretive initials, I've decided that you're on the lamb after being a whistleblower for some sort of multi-level marketing pyramid targeting ladies. <laughs> Maybe the one that sold all those uh, all those giant cursive words you stick on walls. Oh, sure. Yeah, whatever. It had to be one, right? Um, then, of course, we have 
the Campbells, and I've decided that the Campbells go away for two weeks every summer in an RV. This year, it was a very hot one when they spent two full weeks in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Mm. Which, by the way, I've done myself. I've spent two weeks at Gettysburg. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, Carolyn Land. Uh, this is what I've decided about Carolyn Land. She made lifelong friends at camp, but you haven't talked to any of them in 20 years. Yikes. No, just kidding. I don't really talk to my camp friends either. Exactly. But you're like, we're lifelong friends. But then it's like, you haven't seen this person in 20 years. <laughs> okay. That's Carolyn. Okay. Thank you, Matt. If you also want to get a fun fact, support us at the $25 level, patreon.com slash Venture. Now we thank the rest of our supporters. One, two, three, four, five, six anonymous supporters. Thank you so much. April Halwarda. Ashley A. Ashley Cicel Lee. Becca Foster. Ryan McGurk. Brittany Nelson. Bruno Macias. Caroline C. Carolyn N. Casey R. Chanami Worth. Corinne Morgan. Cynthia Meisner. Denise Adair. Diana. Diana Robinson. Donna Gomez. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Edwina Morgan Bodo. Elena Palling. Ellen. Aaron Fuldizi. Aaron Gudge. Aaron Riley. Aaron Turley. Frederick Roy anxiously awaiting the Death Metal Quantum Uncertainty Field episode. Nice. Of Great British Bake Off, I assume. Wow. Rude. No. <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Freya. Greta Truitt. Haley Tryon. Heather Haskey. Hendrick. Jackie G. Jennifer Steele. Jenny Fick. Jesse Hendricks. Joanna Rao. Julia Schulenberg. Julie McLaren. Julie Mevin. Julie Phillips. Huzzah. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so very much for your support. I really appreciate it more than Dory does. Thank you.